0: Let me ask you a question: Are you on the train? Are you on the incredible Zabe train that has pulled out of the station five zero oh, and one in my first two weeks? Documented right here on the Zabe Cast. Get to my bookie and get an account and start hammering! Come on now, it's winning season at my bookie. I don't know about you guys, but for me, a game is ten times more exciting when you got a little bit of something, something on it. Doesn't have to be a ton of money; could be ten bucks. It's the juice. It's fun thinking, yes, I just won lunch tomorrow at Chipotle. Sometimes you got a gut feeling about a game. You're just like, I got to go with it. If you don't have gut feelings, go with me. I'm hot right now. Regardless of how you play or how you've been betting for years, get with My Bookie. My Bookie is a rock solid place to get your sweet, sweet action on, not just the NFL. But college football now with the SEC coming back, the NBA playoffs headed towards the finals, and, of course, the Stanley Cup and a whole bunch more. Right now they've got a $100,000 super contest for only a $10 entry, and they're giving away five grand in cash prizes every four weeks You'd be crazy not to invest in your sports knowledge with that kind of potential return. Sign up at my bookie. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, to claim your 100% deposit match all the way up to 1000 bucks. That means if you put in $100, they will give you another 100 to gamble with. It's easy to jumpstart your bankroll this way. NFL, NBA, and MLB, they've got it all on tap, and it's never too late to get started. So let's go. my bookie it's winning season now exclusively at MyBookie.
1: You've dreamed of building a family, but the journey hasn't been easy. I'm Dr. Laura Shaheen, a reproductive endocrinologist helping people build families every day. On our new podcast, Baby or Bust, we'll be learning from both reproductive experts and people who have faced challenges just like yours. Join us every week for Baby or Bust, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Make sure to follow us so you never miss an episode.
0: Today on the Zabecast, Tommy Lasorda is still alive at 93. Too bad fighting with mascots in Major League Baseball is not. Notorious J-A-Y. On a haggard Belichick, pizza debates and the best way for the world to end if it has to. All that plus a giant FTG to the president of Wells Fargo and an NFL coach. Your high test, not street legal, 30 minutes of pure me is locked and loaded. So buckle up and let's go.
1: Oh, 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 oh. Here we go.
0: Thursday, September 24, thousand and twenty. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for downloading. So, let me start with a couple emails and we'll get right to Jay because he is the star of Thursdays. This one from Luke Bears. B-A-R-E-S. Bears. Barris Hey, Zabe. Obviously, I've noticed your intro music on the Cast has always been Dr. Feelgood. Just wondering if you've ever seen the movie The Dirt on Netflix. If not, you're missing out. If so, please comment about it. Loyal percenter brother from another mother loyal percenter brother from another mother from new berlin luke um let's see i guess he's saying loyal one percenter uh i believe the dirt is a movie about motley crew yeah no I, I definitely need to see it i'm not a big motley crew fan but i do love their music i just I, i'm not like dedicated to motley crew my buddy big mikey He is a total, do they call him a crew head? I don't know, a motley crew guy. He's been to, I think, like 50 concerts over the years. I'll check it out. I I like a good band documentary. This one from Eric Brockman regarding Glenn Eunice from yesterday. Zabe Loyal, one percenter, who wanted to give you some feedback on Glenn after your heavy lifting to try to sell him to the listeners. For what I say, Glenn is great. Liked him the first time you had him on and every time since. Keep up the good fight on the Rona. Someone has to. There are some really slow-moving Karens out there. Hashtag more J-A-Y. Hashtag vote Solly. Sincerely, Eric Brockman. Chris Tally. Yes. Yes on Eunice. If we could have less bragging and more stories. 1% of Chris in San Antonio. Thank you, Chris Tally. Good to hear from you. Uh, yes. All these things are, uh, you know, I've gotten a lot of feedback. A lot of people saying, some people saying that, you know, Glenn is still not their style. I will work to get more stories from Glenn. You have to just realize he sounds like this little kid who's bragging because that's the nature of his ebullient, like, kid-like voice, but he really is involved in all these things that are pretty cool, high-level stuff, and I didn't even know that he knew Danny Balin and helped set up the interview with um, Michael O'Keefe. That's an error on my part. I should be digging into Glenmore. Like, who do you know? Who do you know? How can I get get this guy on? Get, help connect me. Let me get in contact with. I'm not doing any of that. I should. Not, not, All right. With that said, it is time for Notorious J. Day 1. Hello. Hello, Jay. How was your dinner tonight?
2: Oh, it was wonderful. Now I'm sleepy. Now I'm sleepy.
0: <laughs> well, just stay awake for 30 more minutes, Max. I, I, will,
2: I will attempt to.
0: Okay, very good. Top of the evening to you, Jay. Where did you go eat? Did you get some crabs, hun? in the <laughs> no. last dying days of summer on the 23rd of September or not?
2: No, it was just outdoor pizza, which tastes better for some reason. Really? We eat it outdoors. Yeah. Nice. I don't know why.
0: Would you eat indoors if that option was available, or are you not there yet?
2: Nope, because uh, I want to tell you, I've had two people that I know in the last two weeks test positive with the coronavirus.
0: Did so they have a bad go of it, or just test positive?
2: They just tested positive.
0: Okay, all right, so you're still being cautious. That's fine.
2: I'm still being cautious, yes.
0: right, you know, nothing. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Well, where do you want to start? Unicorn throwdown on Monday night. Mahomes versus Jackson. Could be the game of the year. Who would you take if you had the chance to pick either one up in an expansion draft for the next 10 years?
2: This is not even a hard question. Pat Mahomes. Really? Yeah.
0: Because?
2: Because Lamar Jackson is still not adept at throwing the forward pass. Okay, I want to keep. I don't know how many times I'm going to be closing <laughs> this point. I mean, when when you get one on one coverage a lot, he looks good. But when he has to see zones and make reads, a la playoffs, how good did he look?
0: Yeah, but that's all in the past. You're not I mean, I'm looking to project into the future. Is there any future in which Mahomes is not that good?
2: No. No. Okay. He's, but I just don't understand how this guy came from Texas Tech. Well, and we did not know he was not on anybody's radar to be this good. And he is the best well. Uh, even if not the best quarterback, the second best quarterback in the NFL right now, because Russell Wilson, by the way, is really fucking good.
0: Is it a joke that Russell Wilson has not had any first place votes? It's, I
2: can't believe it. And, and I'm or, or,
0: or, or is it appropriate given the fact that he has not had that pop year statistically? Cause remember it's a regular season vote and it's a statistic vote too.
2: Who would no. you rather have quarterback in your team, Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson?
0: Right now? At the, at the height of their powers. Uh, Rodgers. Okay. Right. But it's close. I have tremendous respect for, for Wilson. I mean, I can't stand him. Great player, can't stand him. A GPCSH. I have long hey. since come around on that. But back to uh, Mahomes, or excuse me, back to uh, Lamar Jackson. I just can't believe you're not coming around to maybe him being a really good player at some point.
2: Because, no, he's a very good player, but he is going to, I think you might've said it or somebody said it. He's going to be like Zion. He's only going to be around for five years. <laughs> I because, didn't say that.
0: I did not so, say that. Okay,
2: somebody, somebody said he's going to be like Zion Williamson because his style, he doesn't know how to get down, get out of bounds or slide. He's going to take a hit and a la. RG three, right. his career will come to an end. Sadly,
0: yeah. Well, sadly, I, I, I did say that uh, he does need to learn to get down better and more, but I, I think he's capable of that. I really do. I don't so, think
2: no. I think you either have that skill or you don't.
0: It's not I much really, of a skill. It's just
2: slide on sliding. It's if you've never played baseball, you don't know how to slide.
0: It's no, not true.
2: Oh. Just Bobby because, Griffin, just well, yeah, because, Bobby just Griffin, because Bobby couldn't learn it.
0: Uh, look, RG RG three didn't know how to do it, and that was embarrassing. But I, I think most athletes, even if they haven't played baseball, know how to slide.
2: I'm gonna say if you 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 you, you poo poo that. Okay, sliding is a art.
0: Okay, but you're excited for the big unicorn showdown. I mean, Ravens Chiefs. These are the two best teams in the NFL, right? Uh,
2: so far, yes.
0: So far. But you're not gonna so far, yes. you're not gonna crown their ass as Denny no, Green. May not, he rest I'm in peace saying, would no, say. If you R. want to see cr- Denny. Right, exactly. You, right.
2: Do you this want any- to be a great game though, but will it be better? Like the best game so far this season to me has been the one we saw on Sunday night. That was a great game. That, that was, was great a great football game. to watch.
0: That was a great game. Are you starting to get tired of the piped in noise though?
2: I don't even You don't think. Care? like I I I watched the Steelers game on Sunday and it, it, the only time the, the noise is like I don't, I don't understand is when after every pass play, there's not a boo or or a cheer. They don't. They haven't quite got that one down yet.
0: <laughs> right. The guy that's touching the bat, the Madden buttons. Right.
2: Right. 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 Because there's a, as you know, there's a penalty on every pass play now.
0: Sure. Sure. Okay. So you want to you want to hear my tears of a clown? I've teared the league up after two whole weeks. So I figured it out. You yeah,
2: Because, because, women, your favorite Colin Coward had the 10 best teams, in, or he yeah, the 10 best teams in football, did not have the Steelers in his top 10. That guy's a fucking moron.
0: Yeah. Well, he, he and Excuse? he and he and Skip Bayless are morons are getting paid. More on that in a second. Yeah, so we'll talk about that. Yes. All right. So goes. here we go. Uh, my top tier is two teams it's the Ravens and Chiefs. They're you know, the good. good, the deep, the loaded, the well coached, and with the unicorn quarterbacks. Yes. The second tier is good quarterback, still a threat. Packers, Saints, Niners, Seahawks. Niners, though, are going to play without, it looks say. like, Garoppolo. I, uh, oh, Jimmy G, yeah. I know, but I'm giving them a pass because they were hello in the Super Bowl last year.
2: Okay, but if there's, there's no Jimmy <laughs> G, you got to take them off.
0: Tier 3 will be uh, more like Tier 2B. Good quarterback threats, Part 2. Patriots, Steelers, Cowboys, Bucks. Rams
2: take the Cowboys out because their offensive line is shitty and their defensive secretary is even worse than that okay so you got to take them but go ahead this is your this is your list
0: well no I no, I want the quibbling I need the quibbling oh yeah know, the Cowboys
2: know. Cowboys know. Yeah.
0: yeah uh but that's where I draw the line at those uh 11 teams five four two that's 11 right five and four is nine carry the one yeah by the square root of pi. 11 yes got it <laughs> um so that's it that's feelings, that's, on, that's feelings on the
2: cardinals you saw them up close. hold on feelings on them
0: hold on hold on so i draw the red line there that says i wouldn't bet on anyone below that line to make the super bowl just make the super bowl Ooh. not win it that's a whole nother step above just make it that's my line you got a problem right. with that because no here come the one. rest of the league i'm putting the following teams in what i excuse me, call the gang of interesting, the gang of interesting. These are interesting teams. The bills, the Raiders, yes, Yes. the chargers, the Falcons, the Cardinals, and the Titans.
2: Uh, the Falcons. How is Dan Quinn still employed? (laughs) I told him pick up the onside kick. I told him pick it up, but, but the, uh, the Raiders are interesting. The uh,
0: No, no, the Ravens are in the top tier. No, I
2: said the Raiders.
0: Oh, the I Raiders, the yes. Raiders. Sorry.
2: And I was going to ask you, you saw the Cardinals up close. How do they look as a team?
0: They're good, but they're not. I mean, look, they beat the Niners up in San Fran. They play well against them, and they beat a a, a Red Wolf team that's very lacking in talent.
2: Okay. All right. And and then, the, by then, did you have the Giants in that
0: list? Oh, no, no, no. Oh no! No, wait, okay. wait, wait, wait till Take we out. get to the Giants. Right. Wait. So okay. that's the gang of interesting. I wouldn't bet any money that any of those teams would make the Super Bowl at this point, but that's where they are. The next okay. tier down are the going nowheres. They're not terrible, but they're going nowhere. The Dolphins, okay. the Browns, yes. the yes. Jaguars, yes. the Broncos, the yes. Eagles, the yes. Bears, yes. and yes. the Colts. Yes. Okay, then there is the Danny Noonan, you're not good, Danny, you stink, the Ty Webb division, Panthers, Lions, Vikings, the Bengals, and the football team.
2: Okay. By the way, is uh, have you talked to Chark? Is he still bebopping and scatting? About Kirk, Kirk? Cousins? Yeah, no, yeah.
0: It's, it's all quiet on the Kirk front right now.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: But you know what? They're having similar buyer's remorse with Carson Wentz in Philly. They had similar remorse on Matt Stafford in Detroit. They're probably saying the same thing about Matt Ryan in Atlanta. There's a lot of goodish quarterbacks who can't get their team to the next level. None of those guys are next-level guys, it doesn't look like, to me. But Kirk, no. is, Kirk is, a, is a goody-goody two-shoe who needs a perfect team around him to perform at a high level. has got to have a running game, got to have a defense. They don't have either. They're in trouble. Then there's the utter deplorables at the bottom, Jay. The Giants, the Jets, and the Texans. Although I've been told, don't put the Texans down there yet. Yes, they've lost two games, but they lost them to the Ravens and the Chiefs, the two best teams in the league. Am yeah, I they wrong have in Pittsburgh, putting
2: the they have Pittsburgh coming up? They had, I think they had the toughest schedule in like football history. That's bad. That somewhere, yeah, it's yeah.
0: tough. And then they got Bill O'Brien on the sideline. While rakishly say, handsome, looking like a certain guy that I know, uh, guess what? <laughs> not very sharp. Let me let me ask you this. Who should be fired first? Bill O'Brien? Adam Gase. Adam Actually, Gase or
2: Matt Patricia?
0: Hold on. Put Adam Gase on Patricia's fat lap and launch them both. That's what should happen. <laughs>
2: okay.
0: <laughs> Adam Gase. They should have fired Adam Gase after his uh, eyeball thing. The day that they uh, hired him, remember that this it was I think it was a nystagmus nice uh incident where his eyeballs just started rolling around in the press conference. It was really bad.
2: why did he get hired? Who did he, he know
0: offensive guru supposedly oh, yeah
2: like Bob like Bob Quinn saying that firing Jim Caldwell at nine and seven was not good enough. I believe they have six wins or maybe four wins. In the three years under Matt Patricia? Right. Okay. It's bad. Yeah, okay. okay.
0: All right. So there's your tears of a clown. Two weeks. I've got the league figured out, Jay. You got it out,
2: yeah. So you're going to win a million dollars on bets,
0: right? Yeah. Well, by the way, I am 501, and you should get your account set up at mybookie.com. $1,000 sign-up bonus if you use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo. Uh, some restrictions apply on your uh, payout. Like Some people are like, oh, I got my bonus, and... I bet a $5 game and I won and I want the rest of the thousand. I'm like, yeah, it doesn't work that way. If only, <laughs> that'd be great. I'd be signing up under every credit card and known to man, including my mom's. <laughs> but if you don't want to deal with that, then just, you know, deposit some money and start playing. They're a good, solid book. I've used them for years and they are the official sports book of this very podcast. Let me ask you a question. Are you on the train? Are you on the incredible Zabe train that is pulled out of the station 50 and 1 in my first 2 weeks documented right here on the Zabecast. Get to my bookie and get an account and start hammering. Come on now, it's winning season at my bookie. I don't know about you guys, but for me a game is 10 times more exciting when you got a little bit of something something on it. Doesn't have to be a ton of money, could be 10 bucks. It's the juice. It's fun thinking, yes, I just won lunch tomorrow at Chipotle. Sometimes you got a gut feeling about a game. You're just like I got to go with it. If you don't have gut feelings, go with me. I'm hot right now. Regardless of how you play or how you've been betting for years, get with my bookie. My bookie is a rock solid place to get your sweet sweet action on, not just the NFL, but college football now with the SEC coming back, the NBA playoffs headed towards the finals and of course the Stanley Cup and a whole bunch more. Right now they've got a $100,000 super contest for only a $10 entry and they're giving away 5 grand in cash prizes every weeks. You'd be crazy not to invest in your sports knowledge with that kind of potential return. Sign up at my bookie. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo Echo to claim your 100% deposit match all the way up to a thousand bucks. That means if you put in a hundred, they'll give you another hundred to gamble with. It's easy to jumpstart your bankroll this way. NFL, NBA, and MLB, they've got it all on tap and it's never too late to get started. So let's go. My Bookie, it's winning season now exclusively at My Bookie. Okay, ding ding. ding, ding. Moving right along. Next issue, uh, item number th- uh, three. Belichick looking haggard. What did you make of Belichick's look today? Did you see it? It made all the rounds on Twitter. Some are saying, and I don't know if I agree with this per se, that he's still a head coach in the NFL, and he has somewhat of an obligation to not look like a fucking bum at a press conference. Yeah, or nay? I
2: I don't care what he looks like as long as he wins.
0: Okay. So if he came to the press conference shirtless,
2: wouldn't
0: care. By the way, that, that sweatshirt with the sleeves cut off, it's got the holes all up in the collar area. <laughs> it's got He he looks a lot like the guy from Game of Thrones, the High Septon, played by the uh, actor, I want to say David Price, Jonathan Price. That's who it is. Do you know who
2: Jonathan Price is? If, if I watched Game of Thrones, I would have a comment that I've never seen one episode.
0: Okay. You ever okay. going to watch so, that? Nah. Why not? Not in the fantasy, Man, not in dragons. Not at,
2: I can't get my mind to shit that never happened or never will
0: happen. <laughs> I can't get my
2: mind around that. I'm sorry. That's one of my downfalls.
0: That's fine. That's fine. Uh, yeah. Jonathan Price played this religious high septon who wore the dirtiest loincloth shirt and had totally disheveled hair. Some are saying Belichick was mirroring that. Okay. So you don't care about that? Nah. Okay. Moving right along. Uh, pick uh, Item number four. Did you hear Rory McElroy espousing the virtues of Domino's Pizza while mic'd up for this charity event on the PGA Tour involving him, Justin Rose, Tiger Woods, and Justin Thomas on I Monday? I
2: did hear that. Today. I heard it today. And? and it a little bit. Okay.
0: It was funny. It funny, or do you say, oh, you Irish lad, we've got to get you a better pizza than that?
2: <laughs> I don't think in Ireland they have good pizza. So it's all he knows. (laughs) But he's lived
0: in Florida forever, man. He's as American as apple pie.
2: I'll give him a pass. I give him a pass on that I just found it funny.
0: He was
2: speaking glowingly of, of, of Domino's.
0: Is it wrong that anybody likes Domino's? Is it akin musically to liking Nickelback?
2: I was... I'm as good as Or Coldplay. It's like it would have been. Right, around.
0: or Coldplay, exactly here. New York pizza, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tell you what, we're on this big Dolman's kick in the morning. That's so good. I swear to God. It, it is, is good. Again, if, you're, like, if you don't know <laughs> what the really good local pizza place is, yeah, Dolman's is like solid. Yeah. Domino's is like solid. solid. Oh, Roars. At
2: one one time, and I'm going to say this year was 86 or 87, Domino's was like when it was like new, around here at least. It was pretty good pizza.
0: All right. Amongst the chain joints. Amongst the chain joints. Where Where does it rank? Yes. So versus Papa John's. No. Versus. Papa John's is better. Little Caesar's.
2: It's better than Little Caesars.
0: Versus Pizza Hut?
2: The old school Pizza Hut, that was nothing better. But they changed their formula where it's not as good as it was. Remember when you would go to Pizza Hut after Little League or something, and they bring out the pizza in that sizzling hot skillet? Oh, yeah. It, that was like the best eatings ever, but they changed it. So I'm going to say it's better than, than the Pizza Hut now.
0: You ever play the game of identify the ex-Pizza Hut restaurant? Based on the roof line?
2: there's one up the street. It's now it's now like a a a faux uh, a faux joint, a faux noodle joint. But you can tell it used to be a Pizza Hut.
0: Yeah, because it used to be you'd go dine out for pizza, and you would wait for the pizza to be cooked and served to your table with the big old plastic cups of soda. Uh, and you're right. A- after Little League practice, it was the fucking bomb. Uh, and or. The, or
2: and it's like Gallagher.
0: Yes, those were good times. And they're never coming back. No. No, they're not. <laughs> we're in a different age right now. Uh, the, the thing with the old school Pizza Hut was that they would just soak that uh, crust in butter. So that when oh. the deep dish got all fried and crispy and sort of had holes in it, it was also just riddled with butter. Just soaked with butter in the pan. So good. So I
2: love that. Uh, I, I, in 1988, you couldn't tell me that the pan pizza was not the greatest thing ever.
0: Other than some Chicago pizzerias, I'm not sure who else was in the pan game.
1: I think
2: the Chicago pizza. I, I still love it. If you had to give me a choice of New York or Chicago, I'm thinking Chicago all day long.
0: Okay. Uh, item number four, pick your poison, world-ending style. Asteroid, which, by the way, I included this question because there's an asteroid that's going to w- miss us by a little bit in the next week. Would you like the world to end if you had to choose asteroid, true pandemic that kills like 30% of the world, aliens, or nuclear war? Pick your world ending, Jay. What would
2: I rather have done or what do The I- world's
0: ending, which would I'll- be the funnest, least horrific way to go?
2: I'll take the asteroid.
0: <laughs> One quick kasploosh. Yeah, you-
2: I'll take the asteroid, yeah.
0: Did you watch any of the asteroid movies?
2: I Deep Impact
0: is one of them. Armageddon is another one.
2: Did watch Armageddon, though, yes.
0: I mean, the science of what would happen if we ever got pelted with a big one is pretty fucking crazy. Like, you know, if it hits land, that's bad. If it hits water, it's also really bad.
2: But then again, I'm thinking, remember, you said, oh, remember the movie in about, I want to say, 80, 81, 82? I believe still one of the scariest movies ever. And it was it was based on what would happen if there was a nuclear war between us and Russia. Yeah. I think it was on like ABC. I cannot remember the name of it. Oh. But it was like the day the world ended or something like that. That was that's pretty scary though. Nuclear uh, the, the Be- day after. The day thank you. That's it. <laughs> she, because nobody yeah. there's no chance of survival on that one.
0: Well, no. Well, you'd survive, but it would then launch into a bunch of aftershocks. Mutants. Mutants. It was a movie
2: like no other there we movie, go. and it had a profound impact on New York. That's story next. We'll hear from people next. who, like you, watch the ultimate disaster movie tonight on television.
0: This is Eyewitness All News right, come with on. Mark Haynes, <laughs> Ann
1: Butler, Bill Gutsch, Jerry Azar, and the Eyewitness News team.
2: Good evening, here's what's happening. Most of you who watch the ABC movie the day after
0: are probably still feeling just a little numb right now. Maybe you discussed yeah. what you saw with your family and friends. It still leaves you though wondering about life, about the world, and about what you'd do if you knew the nuclear missiles were in fact on the way here. Our reporter, McGee Hickey, has been out all night, gauging New York. McGee Hickey. What is that out out of?
2: (laughs) That is so (laughs) Anchorman, it's not even funny. Because they were afraid to watch it alone. While the TV movie was being shown, the streets of New York were a lot less crowded than usual for a Sunday (laughs) night. Even in the
1: Times Square...
0: There's McGee Hickey with her big floofy hairstyle from the 1980s. Ticket
2: sales at some movie theaters were off. By-
0: nah, she's kind of a dirty brunette. Dirty you
2: Home
1: watching the day after. Well, I had commitments
2: and I had to go out. That's why. But I really would like to see it.
1: I'm at work and I'm on my <laughs> lunch break right now. But my mother's home watching a movie right now. Yeah, she'll
0: tell me. Okay. She'll tell me how it ends. With everybody dying.
2: <laughs> Most bars in the city showed the day after on their screens. Business oh my God!
0: That's good. That's good for business. Has been so hyped in the uh, other areas of the media that. People are just sticking home to watch it, and it's affecting us dramatically here. Yeah. I
1: teach fourth grade at St. Anthony's in the Bronx, and I think that my children will want to discuss this tomorrow, and I want to make sure that I caught it.
0: Yeah, no, they don't want to fucking discuss it tomorrow. They want to talk about the Mets or something happy. They don't want to talk about nuclear Armageddon, for God's sakes.
2: Yeah, um, that, that movie in Fatal Attraction had the two most profound effects on me in movie history.
0: How about Aliens? Eh... Uh, if- if aliens were to end the world, that would be a panic shitstorm, wouldn't it? But at least yeah. it might be kind of interesting because you're like, ooh, look we at can those fight spaceships.
2: But, uh, see, yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: That, you know what? You're right. You could fight them. You could punch them in the face like Will Smith did <laughs> in Independence <laughs> Day. And then, yeah. and then issue some pithy line afterwards after you knock out a 1,500-pound alien twice the size of you. Boom!
2: I yeah, but I, I'm going to take I'm going to re, you know change my answer to go with uh, nuclear invasion. That okay. that's the that's the scariest way to go. All
0: right. Do you know that uh, item number five? Uh, do you know that the DC area is getting a new area code? Seven oh seven one.
2: God. Jesus, that's <laughs> now. When you grew up, how many area codes did you have?
0: Well, growing up just outside the Beltway on the mean streets of McLean, Virginia. Hmm. Our area code was 703. However, if you wanted to dial anybody in and around the area, you didn't need to use no damn dial code or dial tone. or not Dial to- dial code or dial tone. Can I talk tonight? No, I can't talk tonight. You didn't have to use an area code. In fact, remember the legendary Ken Beatrice on WMAL? His call-in number was what? 432-WMAL. <laughs>
2: Uh, and he never had up, to say
0: an area code because it didn't matter. If you lived within the radio earshot of his show, you just dial 432-WML. Oh, I'd like to talk about the Redskins. Okay, you're next.
2: <laughs> growing up in the mean streets of Maryland, uh, our area code forever was 301.
0: And then they Everywhere. added a 240.
2: No, 240, 443. Oh, and then a 443. But, four, but 410 yeah. was the next one, and that's when you had to dial... 410, blank, 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 blank.
0: All right. Is 771 a Bama area code?
2: Yeah, that that seems terrible. I When I, don't I think like of Virginia, it. I think of 703. 703 and 804.
0: You got two prime numbers in seven and seven and then one.
2: Yeah. Ah. Seven, seven, that just sounds terrible. No.
0: Have you, have you ever wonder why there's not a 100, 200, 300, 400, 500 area code? Oh. Mm, think about why it. is that? Yeah, I, I don't know. Although we know who to
2: ask about that?
0: Uh, ask the internet. I'm sure it has an answer. Skip okay. Skip Bayless likely to get slight raise despite the Dak Prescott comments that got him close to being canceled two weeks ago.
2: I I I can't get angry because it's radio slash TV and morons run it. Is it,
0: is it under the principle of Stuart Scott, don't hate the play, I hate the game?
2: I, no, I, it's under the premise of who's ever in charge of Fox Sports is an idiot.
0: Right. Idiot because, notably,
2: there's nobody to bid against.
0: You're bidding, right. What you should do is say to Bayless, hey, bud, the new number for you is $3 million which you're going to say, shit, that's a 50% pay cut. What did I do to deserve that? Look at my ratings. I'm the face of the franchise. I'm the face of the network, blah, blah, blah. And that's when you can say as a Fox executive, yeah, but you know what, Skip? I know what's going on at ESPN. They're not adding people at $6 million a year. They're not even adding people at $3 million a year. They're like adding people maybe at $1.5. So this is a good deal for you, for you and your warmed over, toaster oven fucking takes on sports. Uh, this offer is good till the end of the day. Call us if you want to take it.
2: I can't. I. I
0: That's in. what we they in. should say.
2: I. I. I can't get angry because I know how this medium works and who's in charge. We had a boss once who hired <laughs> before you got there, an unfunny comedian and a bartender for drive time, and wonder why the shit didn't work.
0: Yeah, well, that was a long time ago. Things have changed. I think. Oh, the, I uh,
2: love how I love how you go. You skim across that one. I love the the awesome.
0: so, the sophistication of radio these days. Jay is much greater. They would never hire <laughs> something as ill-fated <laughs> as that. <clears throat>
2: I, I love it. I like a like a rock over water. You just skim across <laughs> that. That's awesome.
0: I know. I know. I know. uh Next item. Uh, Tommy Lasorda is six is ninety sixty ninety three years old.
2: God damn
0: it! Yeah, and I was looking. They they showed him and the Philly fanatic one time in Philadelphia. Oh, he's him. Yes, exactly. And the Philly fanatic uh, you know was teasing him.
1: In between innings, Tommy, he's out there as a Philly
0: fanatic as. Yes. A stuffed mannequin of a Dodger, and Tommy trying to get the Fanatic close. You see the... Tommy goes and takes his four-wheeler, the Fanatic's four-wheeler, and starts to wheel it away while the Fanatic has the mannequin of Tommy Lasorda with the overstuffed belly to taunt him.
1: physique of the the mannequin. Tommy's a little bit hot, I think. And he's going to move that over and now look at him go. (laughs)
0: <laughs> he he chased the fanatic chase the fanatic grabbed the mannequin and then beat him over the head with it here's the main point of this jay this used to happen during baseball games can you imagine this happening today
2: uh, do you mean like mascots acting like fools or managers acting out towards mascots managers
0: oh. participating as well oh god no no oh god no no they're too fucking serious it's baseball no. advanced metrics handling i don't have time back in the day tommy lasorda was like huh look the mascot for the phillies is making fun of me guess what i got time uh between innings here i'm gonna go walk out there and i'm gonna steal it and the guy who played the philly fanatic was like okay this is good this is gold go with it just play along with it which he did
2: uh, D- dave raymond is his name by the way
0: how do you know that Dave Raymond used to host
2: a teen dance show in the late eighties, early nineties. And it really operate. Yes. It operated out of Pennsylvania, Philly, New Jersey area. And yes, his name was Dave Raymond. Wow. Thank you. That's, that's my good. one, one pull of the day. There da, you da, go. That's good.
0: That's good. I like that. <laughs> All right. Uh, did you see the giant wave that the uh, female surfer from Brazil Was able to to set a record on. She apparently uh, is like the first woman to claim the single year large wave in big wave surfing. This was off the coast of Portugal. Because I guess that's where they have a big wave spot. 73 and a half feet, Jay. I wanted to say, is this a thing? Maya Gabera. Is her name? Is it a thing?
2: I mean, is it a sport? But then I was like, oh, yeah. yes, it's a sport. Yeah, It's a sport, yeah.
0: Why, why not, would it not be a sport?
2: I don't know. I, 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 I don't. Hmm. It's, a, it's. I don't know. But no, after I saw this wave, I was like, yeah, this is kind of a big deal.
0: Yeah. It's like, to me, it's one of the most amazing things. And good for the fact that it was a woman that that did it. You know, it's a a sport that uh, you can be good at, almost equally good as men, although I don't know exactly what the differences would be. Here it is right here. (laughs) I'm sorry. I could take take the the audio down. I just wanted to watch it. But holy shit, these waves are insane. I can't even believe that waves this large get created anywhere on Earth, basically. But there they are.
2: Did you see the – did you see – maya's uh picture
0: no she a dime piece
2: snicky
0: snickety doodah
2: snickety doodah
0: yeah and they get towed in with jet skis because they can't (laughs) possibly how about just being the how about just being the guy riding the jet ski jay that has to you know (laughs) time it just right and then zoom over the crest of this monster wave
2: hey do you want that job nah i'm I'm good thank you i'm okay (laughs)
0: Oh, uh, it's crazy. And you know, until you... Oh, they're getting so good at the uh, videography of this. You know, until you f- fuck up and get buried by a bunch of big waves... Like, that's the only way to get good at riding big waves. You it's have to, to get, get buried to wipe
2: out. by no. a bunch of... No! No. All
0: right, two more real quick, then we'll go to fuck that guy. Road Warrior Animal passes away. Joe Laurinaitis at age 60. Pour oh. one out for Road Warrior Animal. What do you remember of him as a wrestling fan?
2: Uh, just, you know, the greatest tag team ever. The Road Warriors. Yeah. The, the scariest things. The, they were huge. They were big. Why was he called the
0: Animal, and who was his tag team partner?
2: Hawk and Animal. Hawk and Animal, was, okay. I don't know why he was called Animal, but they were awesome. They were. I can't describe how awesome they were to watch on TV. When they came into the ring, none of their matches on TV lasted more than two minutes. Because they come in, kick your ass. While, by the way, the music, the Ozzy Osbourne music is playing. They were just awesome. They yeah. were
0: awesome. All right. And then finally, uh, Kobe Bryant's wife, his widow, Vanessa, has apparently Vanessa. kicked, kicked hit her mother out of the house she was living in. Dirty pool or fair game if Mama Vanessa was running her mouth to the news outlets about things she didn't like regarding Vanessa and the kids. Cause that's apparently the report. She yeah. was, she was talking too much. And Vanessa's like, guess what? I warned you. You're out.
2: If that's the case. Yes. But that is harsh. But then you got to remember Kobe kind of, you know, not, did the same thing as parents, but he you, he just cut oh. cut them off.
0: Oh yeah, uh, Jelly Bean. Jelly Bean. Uh, yeah, yes. I, I remember the late great Wal- Ralph Wiley, who you know and love like loved like love I did. Ralph Wiley. Ralph yes. would come in with me and Andy and uh, do shows, and uh, d- during breaks, actually on the show, he said he's like we were kind of shocked because the news came out that Kobe Bryant, when he married Vanessa, and they got that huge house in Orange County, inland, not the one that's off by the ocean, but this giant. It's like a it's like a Michael Jackson Disneyland ranch. And I was like, God, I can't believe uh, you know Kobe Bryant cut his dad off. And Ralph is like, man, Jelly Bean ain't with any of that shit. That <laughs> that wife of his and that stupid-ass compound. And he was saying it in just that pure Ralph Wiley way. It was hilarious <laughs> as fuck. I can't imagine doing that, though, to your own mom or your no, own dad. You know,
2: I, I, but I have friends who haven't talked to their parents in, like, 20 years. And I'm like, I just don't know how that works. I don't either. I, and- I've never been that angry with anything they've done to harbor a grudge for more than like 10 minutes. I just shake it off and go, and yeah, it's them.
0: Well, and I think part of it is we don't know the family dynamic. And money, Jay, as you know, injects itself into every crevice of a relationship. The more money, it's like more water that could get in there and disrupt things. How come you didn't buy me this? Why can't I get that? I think you're spending too much on that. I wouldn't get involved in that financial advisor, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right?
2: I know know a woman who her and her mom didn't speak for so long. Her mom died and she didn't know it. Oh, fuck. That's what I mean. I just, I can't, I can't operate that way.
0: No, I think I think that's hard. That's a hard way to go. Life is yeah. short and precious, and at some point, you got to bury the hatchet and find some sort of reasonable ground. So, all Amen. right, here we go with our closing music. Jay, I got a good one today. Do you need Do you need to bat second just in case? I I'm not a sure no guy. Okay. I'm the guy. Ha <laughs> ha! Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. All right, Jay, who is your FTG of the week? Wells Fargo President Charlie Sharp. <laughs>
2: okay. Charlie Sharp, uh, somebody asked him why he has not hired, uh, why, why Wells Fargo is not diverse more. And he said, and I quote, well, uh, there's a very limited pool of black talent to recruit from. What? Wow. Yeah, exactly! Wow. For, so banking. Like for, of, for banking. For banking. Right. Okay. Sounds yeah. so like a lot of program directors we work for. <laughs> Just that stupid.
0: Wow. So I, I, was, I
2: was like, that was the dumbest thing I've heard in weeks. And I've heard a lot of dumb shit.
0: Yeah. Like, you know, if there was an exclusively white activity that was hard to recruit black candidates for, I'd say, okay. Like, give me an example of something be speed that... skaters. <laughs> Yes, exactly. How come there's not more black guys in the speed skating team? Look, man, I've been trying. And not a lot right. of them out there. This right. exactly. this is this exactly. is fucking this is fucking banking. This we're, is twenty twenty. Every,
2: every college has business and yeah. finance.
0: Yeah. We're uh, as you like to say, we're in every state now and we're in every field of business <laughs> and life. By the way, right. did did you love the uh uniforms they rolled out for the Air Force for the Red Tails, the Tuskegee Airmen? Did you see those? Yes. yes, I, I did love that. I hated the movie, but I loved the story. Yeah. Fucking great uniforms. And the hype video they had was really cool. It was cool.
2: even better. Yeah.
0: Yes. I love that. Okay. My fuck that guy goes to one Doug Peterson, head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles. A reporter said, why is Carson Wentz missing so many throws, including some that are layups? And he goes, Layups? Did you ever play quarterback in the NFL? <laughs> He's like, there's no layups, he says, in this league. Wrong. There's some throws that you or I, Jay, could make if we Ask were. Her cousin, check down Charlie. Not only are there some throws, if blocked right and schemed right, that you and I could throw, but certainly for a pro like Carson Wentz, some are layups. He should have just said, look, He's missed a lot of throws I had no idea he'd ever miss. But we're going to tighten it up. You know, we're going to get it better. It's not a crisis. He had to pull the card of, have you you ever played quarterback? Hey, Doug, be better. My question is, did you ever play quarterback in the NFL? I saw you holding a clipboard and washing Favre's balls, but I didn't really see (laughs) you play much. (laughs) All right, with that, I say to uh, to, uh, Doug Peterson, fuck that guy. Jay is always a wonderful romp, my friend. We'll talk to you next week.
2: Very quickly, we we did this whole thing without Maria Taylor and Whitlock. I'm surprised.
0: Let's table it for next week. Let's let the pot simmer down a bit, shall we? Okay, good enough for me. All right, as you like to say in Ken Beatrice style.
2: Bye-bye now. All
0: right, that'll do it for me today. Thank you so much for listening. Tomorrow, Football Five Ways Friday. We got Brandon Walker back from Barstool Sports on college football, talking SEC. It's going to be great. Revel in week three, people, and we'll see you on Friday. Let me ask you a question. Are you on the train? are you on the incredible zabe train that has pulled out of the station 5 0 1 in my first 2 weeks documented right here on the zabe cast get to my bookie and get an account and start hammering come on now it's winning season at my bookie i don't know about you guys but for me a game is 10 times more exciting when you got a little bit of something something on it doesn't have to be a ton of money could be 10 bucks It's the juice. It's fun thinking, yes, I just won lunch tomorrow at Chipotle. Sometimes you got a gut feeling about a game. You're just like, I got to go with it. If you don't have gut feelings, go with me. I'm hot right now. Regardless of how you play or how you've been betting for years, get with My Bookie. My Bookie is a rock solid place to get your sweet, sweet action on, not just the NFL but college football now with the SEC coming back, the NBA playoffs headed towards the finals, and of course the Stanley Cup and a whole bunch more. Right now they've got a $100,000 super contest for only a $10 entry, and they're giving away five grand in cash prizes every four weeks You'd be crazy not to invest in your sports knowledge with that kind of potential return. Sign up at my bookie. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo Echo, to claim your 100% deposit match all the way up to 1000 bucks. That means if you put in $100, they will give you another 100 to gamble with. It's easy to jumpstart your bankroll this way. NFL, NBA, and MLB, they've got it all on tap, and it's never too late to get started. So let's go. My Bookie, it's winning season now exclusively at My Bookie.